Hey, and welcome to another episode of Amen, Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. I know I've been a little finger pointy pointy, a little critical, but you know, I calls them like I sees them. But always remember, Jesus says, remove the speck in your eye before you move the log out of somebody else's. And that's kind of what we're doing as we look at some ways that we can be better uh, and deconstruct our Christian nationalism. I, I hate using that word. I almost didn't want to use it, but it, it, it actually makes sense. It gets overused. I'm just deconstructing my faith right now. That means you're questioning stuff you don't like and you're using it as an excuse to be an idiot and disobey God. That's kind of what happens a lot of the times. Not to make light of somebody's questioning and doubting and, and wrestling with their faith, but more often than not, when, you, when you're like, hey, you're a believer. Why are you... Uh, you know, drunk off your rear end, sleeping with everybody and uh, stuff. And they're like, oh, well, I'm just deconstructing. No, you're just being a hoe. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, it's probably not appropriate, but it's the podcast. I, I say what I want. Um, but this week we have been talking about Christian nationalism. If you don't know what that is, it's kind of this weird mashup hybrid of kind of surface level Christian platitudes with uh, American patriotism, like turned and amplified and maxed out uh almost in an idolatrous way and i gotta be honest that is where most of my tribe falls into i've been talking about you know progressive christians and i do know some of those i know some more liberal people that they kind of fall on that side of the aisle that uh think unbiblically about uh sexual orientations and marriage and abortion and a lot of the things that are explicitly in the Bible stated as, as sin. And, and so a lot of times I disagree with them, but most of the tribe of people that I end up being around, uh, are, are more tempted into Christian nationalism. And so we've been kind of calling them out and kind of saying, all right, this is not biblical. This is good. This is not good. And, um, one of the things I want to talk about today was this idea of God's blessings and proof of God being on your side. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that say, and, I, and I've heard this because, um, you know, they'll, they'll be defending maybe some of the more uncomfortable topics when it comes to how we do things. You know, why, why do you, why does your family have money? And these people don't, why is, why do you thrive as this type of person, this color of skin? And these people don't, why do, uh, why does America X, Y, Z win, et cetera, et cetera. Right. There's lots of, lots of questioning being hap question questions being thrown around these days. Everybody's deconstructing quote fingers, not only American history and how it's taught, but, uh, our faith and, and what is involved in being a Christian. And again, sometimes that can be good. Um, but there's something that I believe Christian nationalists and conservative Christians kind of get wrong. Uh, and, and so my, my main thought for today is, is this, we need to face the reality that America's success, us being quote fingers, the best nation in the world. And you know, depending on who you talk to, that might not necessarily be true, but we like to toot our own horn and ring our own bell that we are the best. America's the best, but America's success isn't necessarily proof of God's wholehearted, full-throated approval of everything that we do, right? Let me say that again. 
America's success, America's stature, the blessings uh, and the comfort and the ease that we are living in right now does not necessarily mean that God is on our side all the time, right? Um, you know, God even, uh, <laughs> there are times where, and again, this is where we misread the Old Testament. I talked about this in my sermon on Sunday, where Americans misread uh, lots of the interactions that, that God had with the Israelites that were, you know, his nation, his chosen people that answered directly to him and thinking, well, if we do the same thing, right, that, that God will do the same thing to us as a country. And while God's people, we, we can consider ourselves a part of God's people thanks to Jesus, thanks to the new covenant where where Jesus died for everyone. And so the, the family of God is opened up to anybody that puts their faith and their hope in Jesus. That doesn't mean on an American level, on a national level. That means on a personal level. It's what you do with Jesus. Um, and so just because America has been living pretty good right now doesn't mean that, that everything that we've done is got, gotten a thumbs up from God, right? We see uh, in the Psalms, in Psalm 73, um, Asaph, who was the psalmist that wrote uh, Psalm 73, he kind of admitted that a reality that we have to face, which is that just because that, that success comes to evil people too. In Psalm 73, verse three through six, it says, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for they have no pangs until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. They're not in trouble as others are. They're not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore, their pride is their necklace and violence covers them as a garment. All right, that's a very poetic way of saying, man, this stinks. Evil people are doing all right, right? There's another Bible verse that says, God allows rain to fall on the just and the unjust alike, right? And so just because America has an ease of living doesn't mean that that is God's uh, total blessing for everything that we've done. And, and we can get in some very dangerous territory when we think that ju- that that success and money and uh, affluence and comfort are the end results of following Jesus. Because sometimes that may be true. Let's let's be honest. God does bless his people certain times and in certain ways. And God is more, I, I have experienced financial blessings in my life that I know come directly from my obedience in giving and being generous to others and, and to him. So there there is a, a part of that, right? There's a... That there's a shade of that in our lives, but we can't paint with this broad stroke that says that uh, rich people must be blessed by God and poor people must not be, right? Because, in fact, the Bible says the opposite. It says a lot of times it's the poor and the powerless and the destitute and the hungry that really are the ones that are doing it right. Um, so we can't mistake um, the fact that we're living a good a good life financially. Or we've got more than, you know, we're, we got, America is fat. Like it's, you know, people tell me, oh, Ben, you're not fat. I'm like, dude, I could lose like 40 pounds and still, you know, and then maybe I could not be overweight, but you know, they're like, oh, you don't look fat. Well, yeah, compared to the rest of these chunkies, these chunky monkeys, right? Because we're in, in America, we're living so good that we're fat. That doesn't mean though, that God is okay with, with everything that we do. And there's a lot of people that lie, cheat, and steal to get the power and the ease and the comfort in their life. And so 
We have to make sure. It, we know this in our heart of hearts, I think. If you're a believer, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, then you know deep down that money and success doesn't always mean God's blessings and God's approval. But we like to think that way because this is in our flesh and in our natural man and woman. That's what we desire. But we have to come to terms with the fact that sometimes God will bless us that way. But sometimes God will bless us by taking away these things, these distractions, these, these idols, and, and putting us through seasons of struggle and sanctification so that we can become more holy, not more happy, more like him, not just more prosperous. Because we prosper when we're more like Jesus and we act more like God. That's why we do what we do here on the show. So that's my word for you for today. Amenben.com is the website. Don't forget to uh, send me some love, send me some hate, drink some haterade and let me know about it. Leave me a message on the site. You can leave your voicemail. Maybe your voice can join mine on the podcast one day. All right. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. You have a great day. We love you. Bye.